Welcome to the Jesus Me and Anxiety Podcast, where you can love Jesus and still not be okay every day. I'm your host, Cassie, and I'll be sharing way too personal parts of my journey with anxiety and panic attacks, hoping that together we can find ways to feel free, even if there are a million reasons to feel anxious. Good morning and welcome to Jesus Me and Anxiety episode number five. I say good morning because I am currently recording this episode at 6.30 a.m. on a Monday morning on day I don't even know what of quarantine life and I'm sure you can probably tell in my voice my husband said you know you're going to have morning voice you're going to sound different. Well, I'm kind of okay with that. That's just life right now. We're recording and doing things as we can. Life is looking different, I think, for all of us right now. And so here I am recording at 6.30 in the morning on a Monday, which is actually not too bad. The house is still quiet. My kids aren't awake, which is also kind of a miracle because half of them like to wake up before 7, no matter what day it is. But here we are recording at 6.30 in the morning. So hopefully you are listening to this later because you are sleeping in. Um, so the first thing I wanted to say is just thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We have hit around 300 downloads of Jesus, me and anxiety from the first four episodes. And there are people listening just all over the world. I know that sounds like so far fetched. It did to me as well, but there's someone in Singapore who's been listening to every episode. Thank you. I don't know who you are or where, where you are with your walk with Jesus or anxiety. Um, but thank you for listening. And I hope that, that this is encouraging you and that you are feeling like you're part of a community, no matter where you are. Even some of my closest friends that I didn't know were struggling with anxiety or have struggled with anxiety have come forward and said, Hey, this is just such a great community. And just the excitement of knowing that you're not alone in this anxiety journey is just so crucial. It's amazing. And so thanks for listening. Thank you for continuing to support this. And um, just I hope that it continues to to bring you hope and just to shed light on the fact that there are a lot of us that struggle with anxiety and we can overcome it together every day. So Today, I want to talk about something that has been on my heart for probably this past week, maybe even two weeks. I have either woken up in the morning or heard this phrase throughout my day during different points of my day, and it's that phrase that you've probably heard a bunch if you've been a Christian for a long time, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And I feel like I always knew what that meant, but then I realized maybe I didn't know what it meant exactly. (laughs) So I decided to go on a journey of figuring out what that verse means and why we say that all the time. So I went kind of and studied it. I'm a words person. I thrive on knowing the definition of words. And when I get to a scripture that I want to study, I'll look up what was the original Hebrew and what are possible meanings for this? And what's the definition of this word? And I just kind of go on this like, journey of uncovering and unveiling this one verse. So that's kind of what I did with Nehemiah 8, which is where that whole phrase comes from, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And I was kind of surprised by what was happening when 
this whole phrase came out. If you're not familiar with it, I'll just give you a rundown real quick. Um, Ezra was reading the laws, God's laws, commandments to the people, God's people. And by the end of it, they were all weeping. And it said they were, in some translations, said they were full of sorrow and were literally crying out loud because they had just heard the the laws. The laws had been read to them and they knew they could not measure up to this. They weren't capable or they had already failed on so many levels. And so they were just overwhelmed and full of sorrow. And Ezra says to them, you know what? Don't be sad. This is a time to rejoice and to feast and celebrate because the joy of the Lord is your strength. And I was like, that's interesting because what does the joy of the Lord, like what does joy have to do with the fact that these people are feeling not good enough right now or that they can't ever measure up to these laws that were just read to them? Like, I was like, okay, this is not where I expected this verse to be, which again, if you haven't listened to my other podcasts, I know a lot of scriptures just because I've been a Christian for a long time, but I don't always know where they are. This is one of those that's quoted without any context, like all the time, right? So you're like feeling discouraged about something and someone would just be like, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And you're like, okay, great. I feel stronger. Not really, because I don't, I don't have any context for what that means. At least that's kind of how I feel sometimes. Like these random little scriptures are just quoted and then you're like expected to feel better without any kind of like context or knowing what that means. So I went on this journey to figure out, okay, what is the joy of the Lord? Let's figure it out. And maybe, okay, if you already are like a Bible scholar and you already know all of this, I'm so sorry, but bear with me while I uncover my discoveries of what this meant because it was really moving to me. So the joy of the Lord equals our strength. Okay, so I went and looked okay, what is joy in the Hebrew here? And there in that scripture, it's actually translated pleasure, delight, and enjoyment. And after some studying into the whole phrase, you know, because Ezra told these people, don't be sad, don't be discouraged because the joy of the Lord is your strength. And this came after they were told, you know, all these laws and they felt bad. Well, don't feel bad because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Okay. So the joy there means translated into pleasure, delight, enjoyment. So I studied it a little bit more, and actually the joy of the Lord there represents the pleasure and enjoyment of us, of his people. The fact that he enjoys us no matter what, that he takes pleasure and delight and enjoyment in his relationship with us, that is his joy. And our strength comes from realizing that God enjoys us, his creation, like no matter when we don't measure up, when we like are distraught or we mess up or, you know, we do things that we don't necessarily love that we did, God still delights in relationship with us. He really enjoys us. And that context there makes sense because the people of God are saying, we can't measure up like what in the world we, we're just full of sorrow. We're just going to cry ourselves to sleep because there's no way. And Ezra reminds them, but remember like God enjoys you. That's your strength. And so I started thinking about how 
does this apply to me? And, and anxiety, of course. And anxiety, when you're having like a battle with anxiety, or maybe it's just like an all the time there thing for you, anxiety can make you feel a lot of emotions. But the first one that came to my mind when I was thinking, okay, how does my anxiety affect me emotionally? How does it make me feel? Because these people that Ezra was talking to, they felt sorrowful, they felt sad, they felt like they couldn't measure up. And another word for that to me is discouraged. And discouraged, the definition of that means lost confidence or enthusiasm, a state of not having confidence or enthusiasm. And that's what anxiety does to me. It keeps me in a place of not feeling confident about anything because I'm anxious about everything. And it even runs over into not feeling confident about who I am as a child of God, not feeling confident about the fact that God is who he says he is, and he's my provider, my healer, my redeemer, my salvation, all those things that the Bible promises that he is and he never changes his mind about. I sometimes change my mind about because anxiety creeps in and says, be anxious, be scared, be fearful because of the unknown, because of what's happening. I mean, if you look around right now, like there's so much to feel a lack of confidence about, right? Like people are losing their jobs left and right. Um, People are getting sick left and right. There's all this chaos and confusion and just this time of like uneasiness, unsettlement in our country and really in our world. It's affecting not just our little area, but it's global, right? This whole COVID-19 thing has brought in just more and more reasons to feel anxious and having anxiety and have issues with your anxiety. And so anxiety takes away my confidence and it also takes away my enthusiasm and enthusiasm Ironically enough, a word, uh, when I looked at the definition of that, another word for that is enjoyment and excitement. And I thought, oh my gosh, anxiety takes away my enjoyment for, for anything. Like when I feel anxious, when I feel like fearful of the future, or if I start getting in my head and start having like any kind of worry that turns into like deep rooted anxiety, it really does take away my ability to be enthusiastic or enjoy what's presently going on, if that makes sense. So for example, if my family is, you know, doing something really fun, you know, playing a game or um, just enjoying each other, just being together. um, If I'm having a battle with anxiety and I'm having anxious thoughts and I'm struggling in my mind, I'm not really present and enjoying what's happening right now, right? Anxiety kind of steals our ability to be present and enjoy life and enjoy what we've been given. And and even your excitement over the future, because when you're anxious about the future, you can't be enthusiastic as well or, you know, excited about it. And so I was like, okay, anxiety tries to steal my my excitement, my enjoyment, my confidence in who God is and who I am. And so how can I combat that with the joy of the Lord? 
because the joy of the Lord is his enjoyment. How can I find enjoyment when anxiety is trying to steal my enjoyment of life? And I felt like God kind of put it together for me in a way that really makes sense. You know, God says, don't be down. Don't be swept away by the sorrows of this life. Don't be consumed with how you don't measure up or, you know, like the Israelites felt. You know, don't be consumed about how bad things are with COVID-19 or how you're going to pay the bills or, you know, the Bible says, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about why people keep letting you down or all of the cares and anxieties of this world. He, he says, don't worry about it. But instead, remember that he is full of enjoyment and pleasure over this relationship, the relationship that he has with us. That's where our strength comes from. Remembering that no matter how much we mess up, no matter how anxious we feel, no matter how fearful we are, no matter what's going on in the world, God's joy, the joy of the Lord is his enjoyment of relationship with us, communing with us. That's where we get our strength. And the only way to tap into that is to spend time with him, to commune with him, to delight in him the way that he delights in us. And he's always full of that joy. It's always readily available to us whenever we want to tap into it. And I understand when you're dealing with anxiety, when you're stuck in your own head about the future or about your current situation, it can be really hard to pull yourself out of that, but he's our strength. And when we look to God and say, okay, God, I want to tap into enjoying this relationship with you. I want to tap into your joy. It, it happens when we turn our attention from our anxiety to his joy, we in turn get joy. To have relationship with him is joy. That's our strength. It doesn't mean that we always feel happy or that we always get what we want or that everything in the world is going great because obviously we know that that's not the case. But how do we get out of bed in the morning when there's so much to be anxious about? How do we, you know, keep going with life when we feel like anxiety is discouraging us and stealing our joy and stealing our confidence and stealing our enthusiasm, we commune with him. That's, that's how we do it. That's, that's really the only way is we spend time with him. We get in his word. We let his enjoyment of us, his overwhelming joy of having relationship with us rub off on us so that all of our anxieties and our cares become second to the fact that he enjoys us. Like the God, creator God of the universe enjoys relationship with us. And if you're not so sure or convinced that that he delights in you, that his joy comes from having relationship with you, just think about the week that we're going into. And I know that you might not be listening to this at the time that it's coming out, but this week is Easter week. This week is the week where we celebrate God sending his son to die for us, to die for relationship with you, with me, with all of us. That right there 
shows just how much he loves us and cares about us. And it makes sense that we are his joy, that relationship with us is his joy. And that joy, the knowing that he gets joy from having a relationship with us, that's our strength. Because when I struggle with anxiety, when I struggle with being fearful, having anxious thoughts, having panic attacks, getting in my head like I like I tend to do sometimes, it's hard for me to, to sometimes pull myself out to a different perspective, if that makes sense. Because when you're dealing with anxiety, it's like, it's like it's reality. Like it's, it's so real to you and really only you because it's all happening in your head that it's hard to see anything else. It's hard to see a different perspective. But the way that we do is, is we turn toward the joy of the Lord. That's our strength. So to me, that means we, we shift our perspective to the fact that God delights in us no matter where we are no matter where you are on your anxiety journey, no matter where you are in your relationship with him, he still delights in you and he wants relationship with us no matter what. And he's willing to go the ultimate distance of sending his only son to die for that. That's how much he cares about having that relationship with us. And that's that's my strength. That's my strength today as I look around and see, okay, all the reasons why we can be full of anxiety right now. I have to turn my perspective toward the fact that the way God sees it is the number one most important thing in the universe is relationship with us, with all of us. That's it. That's number one priority. Does he care about everything else? Absolutely. He cares about our emotions. He cares about how we feel, our anxiety. He cares about the troubles that we're going through. He cares about the people that we know that are sick or our our own sick bodies. He cares about it all. I believe that 100,000%. But I also know that like his joy, the number one thing that brings him joy is relationship with us. We can't tap into anything else that he offers us without communing with him, without that relationship. That's our strength. That's where we get our strength to fight anxiety. That's where we get our strength to get up every morning and say, okay, even though anxiety is trying to take my confidence away from believing that God is everything that he says he is, or even though anxiety is trying to steal my enthusiasm about life and about enjoying my life, I can switch my perspective and say, you know what, anxiety, you're wrong. God delights in me. God, God's joy, the joy of the Lord is his enjoyment of me, his enjoyment of spending time with me and communing with me and pouring his love on me so that I can then be full of love, full of encouragement, full of peace and combat anything else because everything else comes after that. And so I hope this is making sense to you as you're listening. You know, I have just had this phrase in my head all week. And like I said, maybe even two weeks of just the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy that he has, the enjoyment that he has of communing with you, the fact that he loves you so much, 
the fact that he loves me so much is my strength. That's where I get my strength from. It's not from me. It's not from anything that I do. It's not from, you know, really, and I hate to say this because I believe in so many things that help us with our anxiety, but I still believe that this is the number one thing. The number one thing is communing with him. And yes, like other practices can help us, but more important than anything is him, is relationship with him. That is our strength to fight this whole thing. And so if you don't have a relationship with him and you're thinking this sounds like a foreign concept that he would even care that much, (laughs) um, reach out to me, email me, Instagram me. Let's talk about it because I want you to understand just how much he loves you. I want me to understand that. You know, I've been walking with him literally my whole life. And still, sometimes it is such a foreign concept to me that this, this God, this, the one true God that is beyond my comprehension wants relationship with me more than anything. That's his joy. That right there definitely gives me strength, knowing that I've got God on my side and that he delights in me no matter what. So I hope you enjoyed this little word study. I know this is a little bit of a different kind of episode because there was a lot of scripture and a lot of definitions and all of those things. But um, just to understand that when we say the joy of the Lord is our strength, what that means and that it means that he delights in you. And that right there is enough, I hope, to give you the strength to fight your anxiety today. Thanks for listening to the Jesus, Me, and Anxiety podcast. I would love to hear from you. So if you'd like to share your journey with me, email Anxiety at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Cassie Russell. This podcast was produced by Phoenix Creative, which happens to be my amazing husband's company. So check it out at myphoenixcreative.com.